Hello and welcome to podcast where we will be hunting biggest of moose and squirrel. I am host Ivan, and joining me this evening is your other host Natalia. We we are covering the most red of all sparrows. Uh, I, how much worse is my accent than Jennifer Lawrence? I thought her Lawrence or her Lawrence is pretty accent. Her Lawrence is pretty accent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can go along with that. I uh, thought it was okay. Um, or not bad. Did you have a problem with it? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I just noticed a lot of people were making fun of that, and I, I don't know. Let's talk about let's let's before we get first. I got exp- explanation. We're supposed to talk about the wrinkle of time and wrinkle in time tonight. Oh, we and didn't see a wrinkle in time. No, we did not. Okay, because I was going to say they took a huge divergence from the book. Lots of liberties. Yeah, lots yeah. of liberties. Certainly a different timeline. Um. I I don't I can't explain it. I have bought tickets in advance at this movie theater dozens of times uh, over the last three years, and I've never had issue where I show up and they have no record of me buying the tickets. Hmm. And I don't know whether I didn't complete the transaction because I got distracted or what, but uh, we got there and unfortunately, uh, Wrinkle in Time was sold out. The advanced sold showing of out. it. Uh, Red Sparrow was at oh, seven fifteen. Oh. We were supposed to do that last weekend or last week until uh, this stuff with my granddad happened. So we decided to call an audible and do Red Sparrow uh, a week late. Uh, this this was directed by um, uh, Francis Lawrence, who uh, directed a couple things I've liked and some other things I'm kind of. Eh. I directed Constantine, which I quite liked. Ooh. I Am Legend, which I also liked. Yes. Water for Elephants, which I'm eh. And then The Hunger Games, which kind of all over the place. And this project reunites him with Jennifer Lawrence, who also starred and headlined The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Joel Edgerton. Uh, those are the stars. There's lots of other. Jeremy Irons is rushing in it up. Uh, Karen Hines yep. is rushing in it up. There's another guy, Matthias Schoenenberg. <laughs> was that her uncle? Yeah, I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his last Who name. He might have been three years younger than her. Uh, he is very. He is very handsome Soviet he is, man. He is very handsome Soviet man. Ex-Soviet. Uh, I can't place what he's been in, but I thought he did well as well. Um, as well. What did you think of this? Because this is a non-spoiler part of the review. What did you think of the movie? I. It was. Okay. Yeah. It was an okay spy movie to put out months after I got to see Charlize Theron kick almighty ass in Atomic Blonde. Yeah, no, I I, I think you're right. This movie was okay. Like, I like a good spy f- um, film. I like a good spy yarn. I grew mm-hmm. up on, on Tom Clancy. This is essentially uh, Cardinal in the Kremlin with a twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, I thought it looked... Gorgeous in the sense that it very much could be timeless. This movie mm-hmm. could be set in the seventies. This movie could be set right now, and it, it is right exactly. But it's it's also one of those places in the world that is, I guess, is timeless itself, and right. then it's just stuck in its. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uh, it's I, 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 yeah, I feel like Russia is just stuck in. A place where they're not really going to advance the people much. Mm, mm, all of our Russian fans will be pissed off and hear they say that. I, what Would I thought was disagree? jarring. What I thought is jarring to something I've been, you know, obviously confronted with for the last year or two. But the Cold War is back on in earnest. Yeah, and uh, Hollywood is is more than ready to uh, to welcome the Russians back into the fold of villainy. 
Yeah. Um, like like the Americans before it. This is an interesting thing where, um, you know, and uh, I, I, it's like this this film I felt was more interesting in concept and execution. Like the idea that there is this secret Russian army of sex men and women ready to to ply your 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 cock and your snatch to pry government secrets and mm-hmm. compromises out of you, I think is a really, really fascinating like form of warfare. I don't understand how it still works. If you are a spy, why would you ever engage in a sexual relationship with anyone? And I guess that's the problem is this movie is two spies who are essentially getting into each other's pants with their faces, their cards ostensibly face up on the table the whole time, which which honestly is a little bit of a problem because like that that's fine because um okay they're two pros and they're playing each other and they're playing like a very high stakes game of poker and they both know they're bluffing but then they try to make it where there's a little bit of feeling like genuine feeling at the end and that and and, and the third act kind of depends on whether you buy the chemistry between Joel and Jennifer and I did not I didn't either I thought it was um I thought it was more of like a uh, Stockholm syndrome type of thing. Mm. Like we are both in this, um, we're both in the situation, so we are going to make what we can of it. Yeah, you know, she's going to use her own agency to have a relationship with someone, and maybe he's going to do the same thing. It just yeah. happens to be his type because she made herself look that way. Yeah. But I thought what was missing, uh, and you put a fine point on it, is that where's the intrigue? Where's uh-huh. the tension? Uh-huh. Every time. They walk into a room and you think she's going to play it some way and they just tell each other outright what is happening. Yeah. Was, it, it was bizarre to me. And I saw, and there, yeah, there, there's like, you know, a classic, uh, cause this is a, this shares a lot of structure in a heist movie where things are happening in plain sight. And then in the last act, they'll show you what was going on. I saw every single thing that I was supposed to see, but I still didn't really know where it was going and to me it felt closer to like you know one of my personal pet peeve films um usual suspects the usual suspects it felt more the usual suspects than it did like an oceans 11 or a sixth sense where the twist immediately felt earned um this one felt i don't know just a little it's somewhat maybe it's too pedestrian maybe it was a little too a filmmaker playing the the cards too close to its vest but it made a good – there was good excuses for that because there's no, at no, no time in this movie could Jennifer Lawrence's character uh, really trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I guess, the really interesting thing is when you are like double agent between the, the Russians and the Americans, there's really – you know, your side is more than happy to torture you. Uh, the other side's going to be probably more than happy to torture you and kill you. Like, you really are between a rock and a hard place. And I – I felt some of that like hopelessness throughout the film, but mm-hmm. not enough to really like like after after everything was said and done, I'm like, huh, I'm not sure that was worth all the fuss. Like there, there there's like nothing ever really came to a head. There was nothing that made me feel like super satisfying on the payoff and super absorbed when I was. It, it's a very remind me a lot of the Americans. It's lurid. It's unpleasant to watch a lot of times, and it's never quite builds up to anything that is worth all that. Right. It's it's gritty and it's cold. Yeah. Um. 
And I, I understand that's not like... Which I a, guess, yeah. That's not a mainstream view of the Americans. That's my view of the Americans. But that's how I felt when I was watching this. Like, uh, this is uh, this is an ugly thing to watch. And I don't feel like I'm learning anything new about the human condition or whatever. Right. Uh, so, like I said, it's, um, it's a lot like Atomic Blonde. Mm. Except Atomic Blonde is a lot more neon and yeah. Atomic Blonde was more fun to watch, for sure. Right, right. But it also, curiously, didn't really get the hooks in. Oh, well, we differ in opinion about that. All right. Uh, We're not here to talk about Atomic Blonde. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so do you have anything more you want to talk about non-spoilery? No, I have lots of spoilery things to say. Okay, me too. But Um, first... Let's talk about the trailers as as our want. Uh, This is the first time for you seeing a lot of these, I think. Yes. Uh, Let's start with the new Deadpool trailer that I'm going to talk unfinished. I'm going to call it the unfinished cable arm trailer, if you've seen that. (laughs) The Toy Story homage trailer. It's really good. I like it. It's very funny. um, I mean, Deadpool lives and dies by the details. uh, And I thought it was very cute that Deadpool's frustrated by them not having the effects work done by Cable. So he stages it like Andy does his little toys in Toy Story. And Deadpool comes up and he's dressed like uh, Sheriff Woody. And the thing that was really cool is when he dropped the toys at the end when they had the trailer finished... Uh, you see the little Cable and Deadpool's action figures. They have Wade written in Sharpie <laughs> on their, the bottom of their foot, just like Andy from Toy Story. Yeah. And that's the shit that makes Deadpool work. And it seems like, you know, I was worried that the second Deadpool could possibly live up to, like, the surprise and kind of, like, fun of the first one. But, boy, it seems like it's going to. Mm-hmm. Between this and the Bob Ross trailer, I feel like the movie's in good hands. Agreed. Uh, do you want to say anything in particular about the trailer? About the trailer? No. How about we talk about coming out? Okay. Jim and I, when we first saw a teaser of this movie, our initial response was, 2018? Why do we need another young man in high school coming out? But then I thought the trailer made a good case for why that still, you know, uh, that, 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 that was st- that's still an issue and something that's still relevant. This expanded trailer felt so aggressively young adult that I kind of like, yeah, and then maybe that's exactly, I'm sure, the the market that this thing should be aimed for because... Right, I mean, it's it's aimed for teenage boys sitting in the audience watching in the Midwest in places where maybe it's not as easy to do that. Yeah. Um to feel okay about it i don't think it's just the, mid, and, the midwest because like there's um we act like there's blue parts of america and red parts of america but reality when I say the midwest i just mean everything in the middle that's not new york and california but even then i feel like there's still people like like it must um there are still some conservative folks living in new york city there is conservative well, forks living in this conservative conservative forks conservative, conservative forks, forks are the real problem and spoons in L.A. from hell to breakfast. Uh, well, I think you're protesting a little bit too much. Maybe, there. maybe I don't have any firsthand <laughs> knowledge. I've lived in the Midwest my whole life, and I, like I said, it's it's this movie's not for me. It does seem like it's pretty funny, and maybe the movie is for engaging. adults who have. Uh, teenage children who that's could, a not a bad thing. I mean, here's the thing: is the, the teenagers coming into their sexuality is right. a complicated thing, even if you're not right. gay or trans or something like that. So yeah. maybe it's maybe it's to and, for women who men and women who like seeing Josh Duhamel and Jennifer Gardner play right. parents identify <laughs> with those people and find a way to 
support their children. You see, better. I was thinking from a different angle. Like, um, say you're 45 years old, 50 year old gay man, and you remember like how scary it was to come out. Even if you like, so it's like. Like an older audience might identify with it, a younger audience and a more conservative family might identify with it. Uh, but it's it's you know it's it's coming out like if you're an atheist and your parents are devoutly religious, like anything that's really scary coming out as different in high school is always going to be a scary thing. I think it's a resonant. It's just it's like a, a little too young adult for me. I mean, the other thing is, I feel like I watched the entire movie in that trailer. Yes, I hate and this, this is, new thing that's happening. This is getting these this trailer shit is getting worse and worse. Um, Let's move on to Solo. Uh, what did you think? You have not seen this trailer before, no? I have not seen the trailer before, and my thoughts after the trailer was over was, well, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You're already, you're already all out so on it. I was so excited about Donald. Is it Donald? I always get them confused. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover as Han Solo, and I still kind of am. You mean as Lando? That, oh, yeah, my bad. Okay. It's Lando. Um, my God, can you imagine what the internet would do if they cast a black man as young Han Solo? Oh, my God. If, like, fucking they threw a fit about Spider-Man. Right, exactly. Especially uh, this young black man. It's not too late. It's not too late to shelf this project, start all over Just Donald. flip him over. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah Flip yeah. him around. I don't uh, like, I don't like Alden this... Uh, Aaron Nick? Aaron Rick? Yeah, Aaron I don't Reich. like him. I don't like him. I thought... I don't like it. I thought when he <laughs> smiles, he's got a pretty good lopsided Han Solo smile. But, you know... It's a movie about Han Solo, mm-hmm. and the trailer material featured exactly two lines mm-hmm. and a lopsided smile. Mm-hmm. That's the best you've got. I got yeah. we got more uh, previews of Lando and whoever Amelia Clark's character is going to be right. than we did him. So, yeah. do you think they're trying to save the suspense because they're holding on to a real good performance, or do you think that they're just? I don't know. I mean this this production is just fraught. It's been yes. it's been nothing but bad things have come out about this movie. It's now being is is finally helmed by Ron Howard, who I'm sure is going to do a perfectly adequate job of directing this thing. I just it annoys me that I'm gonna have to forget all the lore I know about Han Solo to enjoy this movie. I'm right. like it's really a bummer. Is that gonna be a bold movie? Uh I, I have no doubt, but I, I honestly this movie is going to kind of determine whether Star Wars is going to be a first run kind of thing for me or whether I'm going to start waiting for it to be on video. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch the end of the trilogy, but I, like like if if Solo's disappointment and I kind of expect it will be, which might now it might be a stealth pleasant surprise. I'm so low in my feelings about it, but if it's a bomb and episode 9 is as big a mess as episode 8, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I think I might just be cool with Star Wars being on Netflix or, you know, I'll just catch I, I don't need to stand in line and, and go out in the opening night hoopla and, you know, right. feel sad. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, I days. am not super excited about seeing Tomb Raider. Why don't you like Tomb Raider? I just, Why I do don't, you hate women? No, it's not. That's not. <laughs> Well, there's lots it's of It's International Women's Day. It's And I'm shitting on Tomb Raider. Um, I don't know. Like, I saw an awesome female-oriented film last week. It was called Annihilation. You only saw one? And, and You've no only one, seen and, one and, and awesome? And no one, else, no, one else, no one else in America saw it. Everyone's going to go see this probably dumb But it's got Walton video. Goggins. I like Walton Goggins, and Why I like video games. Why are you saying game. it's dumb? Because I've never seen a good video game movie, ever. Right. Ever. All right. If this is the first one, then it will be kind of like the first Fox X-Men. 
like, okay, this will be on the map that a video game or movie can be kind of good. So what makes a video game movie good, in your opinion? Because It's, it's fun, fun to watch as a movie. You've never seen a fun-to-watch video game adaptation Have of a you? movie? Yeah, all of them. Like Resident Evil? Yeah. yeah. But that's, I mean, okay, I guess, but it's it's kind of, those are kind of trash movies, though, right? Yeah, that's what's so fun about it. So you think the Tomb Raider's going to be a trash there, I'm not going there for a, for a well-put-together script and excellent direction. I'm going there so I can relive playing the uh, Laura Cro- or the Tomb Raider game. Yeah. Which it looks like it is exactly that. Yeah, no, I mean, and the, I just as much fun as I had watching the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raiders. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, the art direction looked like they just played the video game and yes. took pictures, took screenshots of it. Yeah, I think I actually exclaimed out loud when she got her little hook thing, her mm-hmm, climbing hook. Mm-hmm. Her, you did. <laughs> her grappling hook, whatever it's called. Uh huh. Yeah, I, it's, it's I'm called I'm, her. I'm all about it's it. Called her Tomb Raider. Well, that'll it's patent bended. That'll be a Cecily movie, and I will enjoy it all by myself. You should. You should get a posse of a video game women to go and give it the full treatment. No, I said a Cecily movie where I go all by myself. Solo, Cecily solo. <laughs> wow. Uh, can we talk about Truth or Dare, the horror movie about? A pos- I don't know. This looks dumb. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Just skip it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that is the trailers we saw tonight at the movies. Uh, unfortunately, here is where we need to part ways, unless you're a club member. Uh, you can join the club. It's super easy. Go to club.baldmove.com, sign up, and you get bonus content like the spoiler editions of Bald Movies, and you get ad-free feeds, and you get lunch with Jim and Aaron, and quips, and all kinds of cool features, bonus content, stuff to make you smile, stuff to make your life easier, like not listening to ads. Uh, It's all there for the taking at club.baldmove.com.